Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 366 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we discuss the latest in comics, gaming, and all things geek. I am your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Yo. And Jordan Biordi. I'm back again. It's been a minute. Prodigal Son returns. (laughs) No, I'm the only one. Gone but not forgotten. I mean, Jordan is white, much like Slim Shady. See? It's true. All you other Jordy Biordis are just imitating. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, stand up. This took a weird turn, guys. Mom spaghetti, (laughs) something, something. Oh, did you see? Hey, hey, Eminem served uh, Mom spaghetti. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That's now a restaurant. (laughs) I know you were. Uh, that is a restaurant. We were going to talk about that at some point. I, I thought we did already, but I guess, no, maybe we didn't. No, that's yeah, that's a thing that did need to exist, isn't it? I mean, is didn't. Actually, but I mean, are you actually are you pulling my leg right now? Is this is it like Eminem themed? It sounds Eminem like it. It sounds I, like a Beaverton article, but it's real. And that's, he he served mom's spaghetti. Yeah, that's like, hilarious. A photo. He looked really angry oh. by doing it too. He's smoldering. <laughs> To be fair, he always looks angry. Yeah, that's kind of just his default look. <laughs> it's smoldering. He has, he has rusting murderer face. Smoldering. Mm-hmm. Speaking of smoldering, uh, got some hot Nintendo news to, to jump off with today. Oh, uh, we got the announcement of our of the final uh, Smash Ultimate DLC fighter, and against all odds, uh, it is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. I mean, is it really against all odds? Uh, it's against a lot of odds. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Well, okay. Kingdom Hearts is kind of a PlayStation series, I guess. Sure. Yeah, but so is Metal Gear, and Snake is in there. Persona, I guess, isn't really a Nintendo yeah feature, but it's it, for, for for Sora. It's more because Disney owns the character, or at least in part. Do um, they? And yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't even now, think it's Disney in part. Disney is now listed in in the copyright notice for Smash. Like, there's a long list. So of other... Disney owned. I thought Square owned it in part with Disney, or does Disney own it completely in part? I I thought that was the case too, but I think it has actually been like confirmed that Disney pretty much like 100 own, 100% owns like the Kingdom Hearts property. There's, so there, weird. There, there's some blurred lines there. Like the Tetsuya Nomura, the director of Kingdom Hearts, uh, works with Disney whenever Sora gets involved in things. So. Sora Limited, Sakurai's company, had to work with, uh, with with Nomura to get Sora into the game. Yeah, like um, they've so they've done words. crossovers with with Final Fantasy's like mobile games, like Record Keeper. And mm-hmm. when they added in uh, Sora and Riku and some other like King of Hearts symbols and stuff, there's a big Disney copyright notice slapped to the middle of the bottom of the screen. Yeah, so, so weird. So yeah, it, it 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 is a bit unusual, especially since you know Disney's kind of not keen on putting like fighting game characters. I mean, you fight things in Kingdom Hearts, so whatever. Yeah, like hearts and darkness. I mean, and like Sephiroth thing looking. Yeah, and and literally Sephiroth. (laughs) Yeah. And Cloud at one point, too. Oh, there's definitely that. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. That that whole whole trailer was pretty, uh, like, I don't know. I was on on the edge of my seat the whole time. I don't know about you guys. I was really... I was. Not. I was like, because I mean, I mean, I've been really hoping for like some Mortal Kombat representation in Smash Bros. Really? So like, oh yeah, because well, because it just realistically to me, it just makes sense. Like, I mean, you Jordan, got, the, Mortal Kombat's the entire point is it's brutal, 
And Smash Brothers' entire point is they just kind of get knocked down, but they get up well, again. Well, yeah, but Kazi is there, and his whole ending is him throwing people off of a cliff into a volcano to, like, absorb their power. He yeah, literally so threw Captain this. Falcon into a lava pit in the trailer that he got announced in. <laughs> that was yeah, brutal. That's not really brutal. They don't burn up. They don't. Their skin doesn't fall off. So you're fine. My my whole thing is that like it's just like you know, um, I, and I, I I talked I did I wrote an article about this a while ago that like Smash Bros as a property has kind of like transcended itself from being like hey, look, you know, like, we've got a fighting game with Nintendo characters. Isn't that neat, right? Like, you know, you've had games like that before, like Marvel versus Capcom and stuff like that, where it's, like, these, like, interesting kind of, like, crossovers of characters and fighting games. But, like, Ninten- like Smash Bros. whole thing was, like, sort of just being about Nintendo characters until they brought in, like, uh, like Mr. Game & Watch or, like, Snake and even, like, uh, like Joe, more... Mr. Game & Watch was Nintendo. Yeah, but he's more like it's more like a like like what he represents as like the character like most um like associated with the game and watch like the portable console itself. Yes, that Nintendo made. True, <laughs> but I'm saying like in terms of like gaming iconography, right? Like in, in, like he's not like he's not like a like he's like the Mr. Game and Watch isn't like specifically like from a like game series, right? Like he represents like the first handheld. Um, yeah, he's like he's from like the Tiger LCD era basically yeah right and then like uh, it yeah. got even more intense too when like sonic was introduced because then you have this big like you know if you grew up in the 90s right the whole like the whole battle of like sonic versus mario sega versus nintendo like now you kind of have that like personified in the video game um and it got even like it, it went even further even in like smash for Wii U and 3DS, right, where they brought in, like, Pac-Man and Mega Man, like, these characters that were, like, not necessarily belonging to Nintendo, even though their games were, like, on Nintendo. Like, Mega Man, I think, is synonymous with Nintendo, but, like, he's not owned by Nintendo, but he's, like, an icon of gaming, right? So you bring in all these other characters, like Ryu and now, like, Kazuya and Terry, and even you have, like, Akira from Final Fight as an assist trophy. Like, it just kind of makes sense to take like a character from the probably like what is arguably the second biggest uh fighting game franchise next to like street fighter um and put him in a game i'm not saying put like scorpion who's gonna be like a brutal kind of character in smash bros but like sub-zero would work doesn't sub-zero freeze everyone until they break apart? yeah but so does ice climbers Okay. Oh, they the freeze shutter. people. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. I think it's like if you you know. I think I think Nintendo has kind of gotten pa- or at least Smash also, Jordan, kind of. Jordan isn't what? canonically Scorp- uh, Sub Zero's backstory is he killed all of Scorpion's family? No, that was that was a trick by uh, by Shang not Shang Tsung by um by uh, Quan Chi right? He 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 disguised himself as Sub Zero to kill. Uh, Scorpion's family, because because Sub Zero was from the rival like Ninja Clan, and like start the vendetta against uh, Sub Zero. Okay, yeah. Story checks out. This is it's a good. rabbit hole. We're <laughs> in, I'm going to trust you because oh, I, unless dude, you have I a know, new movie, I know my my Mortal Kombat lore. <laughs> that doesn't com- that that we conflicts with lore last time. What was our lore last time? We needed Jordan for. Nope. Uh, probably Mario? Something like Animal Crossing. Yeah, it was, it was it was the Mario movie stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it was dumb. Like the backstory of. Oh, Mario I wish I could have been there for that. I'm sorry. That's fine. No one heard it at all. Oh, it'll. Maybe maybe we can get into it later. Um, but uh, so yeah, yeah no, I... the uh, like the 
there's what you're saying about uh, what smash kind of became like it, it definitely took on a video game museum aspect in itself like yeah exactly through through melee where they literally like listed game dates and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that's weird sort of makes sort of makes sense as a uh like as a as a video game museum entrant um oh yeah absolutely i, I really didn't think it was going to happen because of all the red tape they had to jump through well, that's that's the thing too that I find uh, a little weird about Sora being there, right? Because like Sora, it like is like as as much as the fans wanted him, and as much as he is a very like recognizable character within like gaming, um, mm-hmm. like he he's kind of only interesting and like semi recognizable with the Disney connection. So it's like. They probably had to spend all of their like Disney money on just like getting the, you know, the Mickey Mouse emblem on the Keyblade. And that is it in terms of like Disney uh, iconography, because like without like Donald and Goofy just sort of like being present in like even in like the background state, like in the, of the stage, it's kind of like Sora really, really does like as much as it's like a it's kind of like an underhanded thing to say, but like, it's like, he really just is another anime sword fighter. Like the one thing that actually like separated him from all the other anime sword fighters was that, you know, he palled around with Disney and like with Donald and Goofy. I mean, also he has, um, has like no backstory and he has a key. I mean, it's, it's, it's super (laughs) weird. It really is super weird. How, like how quickly they actually abandoned any, uh, any like any kind of backstory it's, it's like funny that you mentioned that brendan because I, like if you go back and play kingdom hearts one like there is a moment right at the beginning of the game where he's like in a house and his mom is like calling him down for dinner and then like she's never like brought up ever again <laughs> like she's just, just gone he's been gone for years his mom's probably dead it's fine kingdom yeah. hearts had too many other things to worry about yeah uh, <laughs> like entirely off the rails from that immediate point so yeah they kind of kind of had to prioritize there those are uh, funny so games man speaking of replaying kingdom hearts uh the whole series is basically basically the whole series if, if not the entire series is coming to switch yeah but via cloud version uh, yeah i would say probably to avoid it because there are better ways to play it than like on seemingly unreliable internet so who knows how those games are even going to run if you don't have a how solid... does it work so like if i'm not mistaken because i think this is the way like even in um in like japan way back like years ago when they they put assassin's creed odyssey and resident evil 7 like okay. available on the switch uh through cloud-based gaming so basically like it's basically like hosted on another like platform and so you're essentially using the st- the switch to like access like this like cloud streaming platform. So it's like, like X Cloud for the switch, but it's using some weird platform. More or less, yeah. So you're basically that just streaming robot. it off your your system. It's basically your the system just acts as like a projector. You're not actually that's, playing it on the switch. That's weird. It, it doesn't make sense to me because it's like you could release a physical version of at least Kingdom Hearts one, two, and maybe like Chain of Memories. I, I mean, could three, like those... uh, three also was just on the PS4. It would work on the Switch. Yeah, they could like yeah if they, if they like maybe like downgrade it a little bit. Sh- I don't even I, think I, you need I, that. The Switch had so? like Wolfenstein and stuff. And that was a far more complex game. Yeah, but Kingdom Hearts has a lot of bloom effect going along. I don't know if you saw. I all those feel crazy. you could just cut out the bloom effect and be fine. <laughs> yeah, it would. Think. Yeah, it would probably need a graphical, like maybe just like a like minimalizing. But yeah, 
if anything, it's probably just a matter of not wanting to put the effort into porting it or, yeah. or believing in the cloud format, which, I mean, is a gamble at this point. There's a lot of Absolutely. areas that yeah. don't have the internet infrastructure to support that model. Like my not, house not, right not to mention half the appeal of having a game on Switch is being able to take it with you somewhere. Exactly, yeah. So... Those games they almost, they almost had me for a second. I almost was like, oh, okay. You I'm know what? Yeah, game. I got and then I saw the cloud part. Okay, well, no. Yeah. Come back when you're... I, I didn't see that right away. So I was like, when I, initially, when I watched the trailer and it, you know, it ends with Mario shaking hands with Sora, I'm like, oh, you watched it. That's that's the key. The, the games are coming to Switch. And then I, I see the announcement. I'm like, ah, called it. Then I see cloud base. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's not the pass. I mean, but like, it's like, I don't know. Those games are. I'd say Kingdom Hearts One is definitely genuinely worth playing. It is like solid enough as a, as its own little thing. But like, I've I've replayed Kingdom Hearts Two fairly recently, and it is a mess. Like, it's just such like I don't know how we ever thought it was good. Like I even back in the day, that never happened. I, I loved it. I'm I'm, I'm ready to touch happened. it. It's odd. Oh, it's like it's just it's so like I didn't I I didn't realize back then even like how like terribly paced it is like you can kind of really see now like where you know a lot of the criticism of Nomura being like a bad storyteller was like really present there too because it's like very apparent that he didn't care about the Disney stuff and he just wanted to tell the nobodies and like the organization 13 story so it's like you keep having to like stop midway through these like the, the Disney world where the, the like the Disney like story is being told to like you know, get back to the organization 13 stuff. And then you, you, you got to go back to like Lion King halfway through the story because like more organization stuff needs to happen. Like it's so bad. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, speaking of the switch, didn't a new version just come out? Nope. Yeah, tomorrow. So the, well, the old, the old model is out today as you're hearing this. Um, I've not had a chance to touch it yet, but uh, Brendan, have you had a chance to put through its paces? In the I just on? literally turned it on. I don't even, did I, yeah, I turned it on. I turned it on. No, That's how much I know. No, I turned it on and you put your account on it. That's what happened. That's, I still <laughs> physically like played around with it. You did touch it and look at menus. The screen was nice. It is sitting yeah. like eight feet away from me. It, I don't get that's, to keep it. I got to bring it back. But that's the that's the consensus I'm hearing about it from from most people is that like it is actually like a genuinely nice like sort of like middle tier system for anyone who's kind of like either just like getting a switch now like you 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 know you'd be better off to go with the OLED model than a base switch or it's like, like 50 people bucks who. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's not it's not that huge of a difference, but like I think I think the major criticism from most people is that like if you don't really play in handheld that much, then it's not nec- yeah. it's not really worth the investment, even There's like the extra difference. 50 bucks. The well, I mean like the like that I got excited about is that you can wire it, like it can be Yeah, it is yeah. Internet now. That is pretty neat. I watch my my poor 6-year-old play uh Fortnite all the time and it's it's rough it's not pretty on wi-fi yeah <laughs> it's a you know i I'm, so far i've been having okay experiences with it but the wi-fi at my place is is pretty decent so um ours is all right but the problem is we're all playing right so oh yeah well that, that yeah that's definitely gonna cause a problem yeah it's no good he suffers um i, I mean <laughs> like just 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 based on like i guess like, even like just like side by side sort of like screenshots and like video that i've seen like you know, I will I will say that the the screen is like vastly like 
but better than the I original. Won't, I don't think it's vastly. Model. I don't think it's vastly. I think it is better, but I don't think it's vastly better. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Okay, fine. You know, what? I'll, 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 I'll let you have that one. It vastly is probably a, 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 a gross. You know, I think it is an OLED compared to uh, LCD, so you have much yeah. deeper, richer blacks, things like that. But beyond that, for if you're buying it for a kid, I don't think there'd be much difference. Like they wouldn't really be able to tell. I that wouldn't much. bother with this no. one for a kid. Yeah. Really, it's it's like it's the grown up version. It's yeah. mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. sleeker. the The colors are sleek. The lines are sleek. Like I like it for me. I like the, the base too. Nice too. Like, yeah. I'll I'll buy one of these and then I'll give my kid my switch instead of <laughs> instead of his light. Like that's what's that, gonna that's happen. That's my here. plan. Yeah. That's yeah. My plan <laughs> See. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. No, I'm like I I, I I I can't imagine why you'd want to buy the standard switch now unless you're getting a really good used discount or something. Like mm-hmm. this is out now, you might as well hop on this. And it's the same uh, controllers too. If I'm not mistaken, we can just use whatever switch yeah. controllers you already. Yeah, have. Yeah, makes sense because you have the the Joy Cons and stuff. All would would. Yeah, I, I I don't imagine that like the internal like like processor and like the guts of the system. I are, think like, it's. Any I think different. they've updated it a bit. Like it's the revision, a new revision of the chip, but I think it's basically the same thing. Yeah, and, the so, ba- like, and it's the improved battery as well. So like yeah. that alone is like the the battery on the on the on the OG is pretty good. Like my launch model still has pretty good battery life in it. But, I think uh, I've never had a know. problem with mine. I think for like, especially for like what it is to like, yeah, like just like kind of like based on like like the like just like the screenshots I've seen of like Mario Kart and stuff, like you know the the OLED screen like does go a lot further on a system like 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 a Nintendo console where like yeah. a lot of the games really are like primarily like very like vibrant and bright color. So when you have those like yeah, those like those richer sort of like like blacks and like and high like the kind of like starker contrast like it is uh-huh. gonna make it look a lot more like striking um which is why I, that's kind of why i was going and like i'm saying like it looked like vastly better just because like like what i was seeing i was like like when i saw like like comparison shots of yeah like odyssey i was like like i was blown away by the difference just because of how like like vibrant it looked in a game like you know odyssey right mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think if i played like doom i was gonna like i'm gonna notice a huge difference that's fair. Probably yeah, I don't. When I when I head to the Nintendo system for anything, it's not really like a super high graphically challenging game, so I don't know that mm-hmm. I'd even notice. Mm-hmm. Fortnite would probably look really cool on it. That's a very yeah. Actually, game. that's true. I should try that because uh, again, like I, my son and I, we have two like big screen TVs side by side in the living room, and when I'm watching us both play Fortnite, I'm like, oh oh that hurts over there like that is not pretty (laughs) (laughs) comparatively but when i was playing it there before i didn't even notice but when they're side by side i'm like oh Mm. oh, no (laughs) (laughs) so So, good luck in finding one hopefully the stock is flowing this weekend i mean yeah i i i I hopped on uh, i was me and me and chris were talking a little bit i hopped on uh, my local like just like walmart.ca and checked uh my my local like store and uh, it says that they have them in stock, so okay. at least in store. So this isn't going to be um, an Xbox PlayStation situation. Yeah, it no, should, it's, it shouldn't I'm, be right. Like, I'm looking right now. It says out of stock online, but available in nearby stores. So I'm guessing they've okay. received them. And yeah, like as as I guess if I were to just go to a store like first thing in the morning, maybe I can I can get my hands on one. Um, but, Last year, yeah, because the PS5 and the, and, the, and the Xbox Series was such a mess for like things. Well, were just and that, that's the, off then. 
that was the thing I, I was thinking about too uh, when I started kind of getting like worried when I uh, when I was like thinking about like the PS5 launch and it's like it's like Nintendo never said that like specifically like Sony did that they weren't making these things available in stores right right so like like I had to imagine that even like they you know they probably had to like account for like you know or they 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 delivered enough product at least that they can probably get some in stores and like have like you know online orders fulfilled and whatnot but like because every store obviously has to like stock stuff too, right? Like they have to like, you know, I mean, prioritize their pre-orders. <laughs> well, they, they prioritize the pre-orders, but then like they have to put stuff on the shelves. I mean, again, they, they don't have, I don't think this, I can't even remember the last time I've seen a, an, uh, an Xbox or PlayStation on the shelves, you know. Like a, like a Once PS5? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, because they haven't put them in stores yet, but like Nintendo. Yeah, like, stores have had them. They Get out of really town. Quick. When do they yeah. have them? Well, store, stores churn through. That's how I got mine, man. Yeah. Really? Uh, waitlist yeah. at, uh, at well, GameStop Canada now. Like, uh, I had I had my name on waitlist around my town, and uh, within a month, I all four stores had called me saying they had got one in. Do you want it? So, well, how about that? Maybe I, I just I don't want to get on. Go to how many systems you want to buy this week, shit. Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I finally I finally played a, a PS5. That was so I kind of want to get one now. Yeah, it's it hooks you. Once you uh, pop, you don't stop. Yeah, but you know, but then again, there's no, there's no. I'm only gonna play Astro's Playroom for so long, and I don't think I have played that more than an hour. I already beat like all of it, so (laughs) like yeah, like the four hours that that I played it. That's a fun afternoon if you're not getting interrupted by kids like I was. Yeah, that that song that they sang about the friggin' (laughs) the friggin' uh, the the graphics card, I was dying. The or the GP, yeah, the, the GPU song. I do not know this song. You don't know the, you didn't, guys. You didn't pay attention to the GPU jungle. I well, had I screaming children. I so, oh, okay, I guess. Okay, fine. Fair. That's fair <laughs> enough. Everybody yeah. Yelling at me all the time. I mean, that's that's the one. I think that's the one. Um, I think that's the one that like that's the that's the part of the game that like nobody really cared about because it was like based on the PS4 kind of thing. Like that's like the whole like every level's based on like a PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, more or less. And more uh, the, yeah, the, the artifacts you're grabbing are all themed. But yeah. But like you know, it's like every like every every level ends with like a like a PlayStation like like startup screen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like there's one. Yeah. There's like there's like a giant like GPU in the distance and it's singing a song about how like how much it does for you. Like you don't even realize that it's like there because it's like making everything happen. I wasn't really it, paying attention to the words. Again. It's, uh, <laughs> you know what? There's a, there's actually a part in the level where you can discover the lyrics and I was just like reading them. I'm like oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, yeah, moving <laughs> on. Uh, so, a lot of superhero news coming up. Uh, over so the much. Week on mm-hmm. both sides of the of the two major camps. Uh, talk today, actually, as a recording of a WandaVision spinoff starring Catherine Hahn as Agatha. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about I, this one? I want to know, like, there's no real information about it yet. You don't know where it's going to be in the timeline. You don't know if it's going to be before or after WandaVision. You don't know if it's going to be, you know, a prequel, a sequel, a whatever, right? So I'm curious to see if it's going to be, like, her origin story or, or I mean, she's kind of broken now, isn't she? Yeah, it kind of has to be, at, like, before, right? Like, the way she ends up after WandaVision, it's just, that's not but like necessarily compelling. But uh, the first thing I thought of is like, this is the perfect way to kind of go back and, you know, add some context to all those things in the basement. Yeah. Because um, like, p- people were already going overboard with speculation on WandaVision before that episode. 
and then they packed all these little artifacts and easter eggs into her basement in this one scene and everything went to 9000 like like mephisto 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 so like here's a good chance to kind of go back and like explore why she has these things kind of ground these magical items in the mcu lore and plus Catherine hahn just ate that screen up <laughs> like i love her such a great performance so everything she can do no wrong i used to watch crossing jordan like way back in the day and she was like a little medical examiner back then or no actually i think she was the therapist anyway i loved her and i still love her and that's all that's all i I have i just i just saw her in parks and rec we just like we recently just finished watching parks and rec and every time she popped up it's hilarious yeah she brightens my day even like bad moms those movies they're like awful and amazing and she makes me so happy so she can do no wrong in my eyes Unless she does something really wrong, then that'll be bad. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I'd like to know shit. you have a line, Dana. <laughs> I do. That, I that's do. a phrase we can't really throw around much anymore. I know. People keep finding yeah. things to break it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I gotta cover my bases. Uh, yeah. And then on on the DC side of things, uh, the Fandom event is going on this week, and uh, yeah, apparently they're releasing some. They're also releasing some kind of NFT at some point, and I just oh, God, toned out. There. I'm like, Ooh, I don't, I don't NFTs. care. Why is everything an NFT? Woo. Because it's valuable. I is it sell we should make they it. They literally sell <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's how I feel. Is it though? I know nothing. You sell nothing and you make money from it. So of course every company is going to do it. That's a lucrative business model. We should do that. We got, we got some I'm, guys literally nothing. NFTs kicking around. I'm just mad. <laughs> I, I, I missed out on, on that six week period where it would have been easy to get in and out conscious, like clean. And, uh, oh, you know, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> NFTs aside, we're also getting some first looks at a lot of the DC's upcoming movies, um, including The Batman, uh, Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman, A Lost Kingdom, uh, the John Cena and the Peacemaker <laughs> HBO series. The trailer, there was a teaser trailer for that that came out too. I think James Gunn is doing that too, right? I, don't I think know. he kind of has to, isn't he? No, I think he might do this. He's lead and he's doing the first episode. I don't know if he's doing the entire series or he's leading. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. G- giving John Cena a character, like a, a show in itself is just weird to me. But that's... I mean, Have you seen the trailer for it? The, there's like a, a scene and then just the, like, hey, we're doing stuff part of it. But it's it's odd. There's like a team. They basically just make fun of him the whole time. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't see the appeal, but I also haven't seen that's the new Suicide Squad yet, so I, you it's... won't understand the appeal still. Yeah, <laughs> I figured I wouldn't. It won't help. <laughs> to be fair, I was trying to give John Cena the benefit of the doubt, which I don't normally do. Um, Why do you not like? You I have like a thing him. Against... I just he's just he's, <laughs> he exists. He's wooden as fuck. Other movie we watched with Cena in it, Brendan. <laughs> Too many of them. He's oh, popping up. Me. Uh, he's in Blockers. I don't think we watched. I don't think we watched no, that. we didn't. It was some like. Movie vacation took like a oh. really weird turn, oh, and it wasn't yeah, a great movie. Liked. Yeah, like it was good, and I don't, but it wasn't great, and I don't know why, but I thought he was hilarious. I'm down for it. He, I don't he's good for a scene, like or two. Like he's good for yeah. you know, get in, get out type of thing. Because he's yeah. wooden as hell, as we discussed. Anyways, know. though the the Batman, I'm kind of curious about, like. Or like people kind of crapped on Robert Pattinson when he was announced, but I can I can kind of see it. I'm behind it. I'm fine with it. I want a British Batman. I'm just down for more brooding Robert Pattinson, and now he's like all grown up and angry. I'm down for that. 
here. To be fair, he was kind of grown up when he was in Twilight. He was like in his 20s, so. Well, was a little too grown up for that story. I mean, Canonically, he was in his thousands, though. Yeah, oh. or his teens, however you want to look at it that way. But, yeah. yeah, no, just, now I'm he's I'm actually like... us on Twilight in 2021. But now he's yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So. Okay. That's fair. Um, Respect the lore, okay? Respect yeah. the text. <laughs> oh. like, I've seen Robert Pattinson in some other things that... I really liked um, Remember Me, I think is one of them. Oh, what about, he was, uh, he's good in The Lighthouse. He was the good light, in, I was just about to say The Lighthouse, Brendan. Was it ba- uh, Bad Day? What was the movie show? Uh, movie? Um, good, I have, I'm looking this up. You might hear no, like that. Well, it was very much like a bad you know, story. Like That very much wasn't a good vehicle for judging anybody's talent. Oh, he's, oh, he was cosmopolitan. Uh, cos- whatever. Uh, Words? Uh, Tenant as well. He was a, no, it was good time, Brendan. Yeah, you were good right. time. That's a good time. Yeah. No, it's yeah, like, like he's I, yeah, I, I Cosmopolis too. Like yeah, he that was. That's what I was trying to say. It's a weird title. Cronenberg. No, it's like you know, and that's you know, I I I may have said it before on this podcast, but it's like everyone everyone really like only points to Twilight when they talk about Robert Pattinson. But I don't. It's like, he was great in the Lighthouse. The, yeah, like Absolutely he's great. been in so many good things since that movie. Like he paid, you know, he paid his dues with those movies, and he's been in like way more interesting stuff. Kristen Stewart's the same way. Like everyone's like, oh, Twilight. It's like no, she's been in so like been she's been so good in I mean, so many I'm good movies. She's been in bad, so, bad in some things too. Yeah, she's been sure, real bad but, in a lot of things. Really but bad. I'm excited to see like she's going in. Uh, she's playing Princess Diana. Like I'm curious to see it. how that goes. I heard she's like, crushing it. I feel like yeah. early like early reviews are saying she's like actually like really good in it. So and to be clear, I am a Twilight fan. I'm gonna say that out loud. I know, and I've still been like yeah but we're not going to talk about robert pattinson in twilight we're going to talk about him in literally anything else <laughs> yeah because yeah he hated being there like he, he was saying in an interview that recently that he hit the how, how much he hated it and like now looking at the movie it's like well, yeah i can see it written all over your face now knowing that <laughs> that's why you made that Checked out right away <laughs> that's why you're his, so extra mopey <laughs> his interviews for it are hilarious like half the time he's like, oh yeah, no, I didn't even know what was going on in that scene. There's um, commentary <laughs> of him over a bunch of it. I think it's so funny. I love it. I'm here for it. Couldn't be worse than the uh, than the Mario Bros. movie where uh, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were pretty much drunk the whole time. Yeah. Isn't that just John Leguizamo though? <laughs> no, that was that was. I mean, that was more specifically Mario Bros. because they were like so checked out with how bad it was and like bob hoskins like too was like so like he like he just like didn't believe in the project at so like whatsoever like he thought it was like a farce so he was just like he just kind of like he literally just checked out like every time they would do a scene i was listening to this recently john John leguizamo was talking about it on uh, gilbert godfrey's podcast and it's like 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 they would finish a scene and he would just be like all right like come to my trailer like let's get hammered I mean that sounds accurate. Plus the constant apparently, rewrites. Yeah. No, apparently no, he no. broke his hand at one point because he was like they they had to do a scene where they were driving the truck and John Leguizamo was like too wasted to drive, but they were like, no, That's we gotta get amazing. it done. So he like he like slammed the door like 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 through the scene like basically he like slammed the door on Bob Hoskins like hand and pretty much like broke every finger in his hand. Oh. Yeah, put that, put that actually into the movie into much more interesting. Mario they had movie. to apparently they had to like tape his hand to the gun at one point because his hand was broken. <laughs> oh God! Why is he holding a gun? 
gun. Anyway, it's the super scope that they used at the at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Just remember saying Mario holding a gun is just like what? Why was he? I don't you know, know what? Yeah, they had super scopes. We weren't talking about Mario again. Second, podcast. I would love to talk about Mario with you guys. I feel we don't this. ever need to do that. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, one last, <laughs> one last superhero story. The rumors just keep circling around uh, possible revivals of the netflix marvel shows this time around daredevil or punisher might be or both Or both. Both. yeah i thought it was both I it, yeah it's supposed to be both they've both been very much talked about i am very much excited it's supposed to be like a soft reboot mm-hmm. like all the same We're... characters but not exactly the same like storyline which is kind of lame but i still love them all so i'm gonna one there... more time say i'm here for it and then i'm gonna wasn't there rumors floating around also that like john bernthal or something like might be showing up in uh in no way home charlie yeah. cox was the big one yeah yeah that's that, that, like that uh, yeah that was like yeah they, there was a lot of speculation around that but i thought i saw something too about how like apparently like either he's like been cast or like there's like rumors flying around that he like is gonna like the punisher might make an appearance in no way home yeah, that's... that movie sounds so bloated. If every if everything that's been rumored is actually coming to pass, which it won't. Well, now uh, Venom's going to be in it too. Such, so it's going to be such a bloated thing. Like you can't develop anything like that. Like I always hope they don't no. shove everything in because that's just too much. It's turning into. Do you remember those movies that used to come out like um, Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, and like yeah. every celebrity yep. on the planet was in it in like little three second scenes. Mm-hmm. That's what Marvel's doing now, and I don't know That's how to it. feel about it. This is supposed I'm to be a Spider-Man movie, still. Like, yeah, the first two like had him in Stark Shadow the entire time. You so. know what might happen though? Um, Endgame. You know, like big circles pop out, and everybody shows up, and you're like, all oh, the people. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. It's just Maybe. gonna be that like one crazy bridge scene, and just a bunch of people are gonna show up, and then that'll be it. The rest will be all Spider-Man. That's that I can get behind. But um, yeah, no, the so casting cool. was so good. Like John Bernthal as the Punisher, or Charlie Cox. Oh, yeah, he was great. Um, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Basically, all the yeah. casting except for Finn. Uh, I'm blanking on his last name, the Iron Fist. Everything was pretty solid cast casting wise so it'd be a real shame to throw them out with the bathwater. um i think yeah. a big part of what they're talking about right now is um there's a character that's showing up in hawkeye uh, echo um okay. it's another deaf i believe blind deaf blind i can't remember one of those um, oh america chavez right uh no hold on and now i gotta look echo? up the name or it's gonna bother me um, but she's supposed to show up in um, Hawkeye, and it's more of a Daredevil character. And okay. they're talking about that tying in as well. Um, so that's cool. Just saying. Like, there's so many reasons that they're like, nope, Daredevil's coming back. It's happening. And she's played by, I believe it is deaf, and she's played by an actual deaf woman. That's kind of neat. It's good times. Good representation, yeah. They they got they got lucky with Charlie Cox. He pulls it off convincingly without you know looking like a caricature or anything. But uh... why is anybody mad at him for that? Everybody's mad at everybody else. Why aren't we mad at him? I mean, it's it, uh, because he has to. Do you want to get not... mad? I don't. But like, <laughs> like I mean, to be fair, blind? Daredevil isn't. He's blind, but he can also basically see with sonic sound. So yeah, so he's not really blind. Yeah, it's just he has like his eyes don't work, but beyond that, he can do everything. So. Yeah, so it says, 
Uh, Echo's inclusion in Hawkeye is especially interesting given that Echo doesn't have as many times ties to Hawkeye as she does to other heroes such as Daredevil. And she's played mm. by deaf Native American actress, name I can't pronounce, Cox. That's fascinating. Alakwa? Alakwa? I feel that's probably a name. It's probably, well, it's spelled that way. I can't tell you any more than that. But yeah, so I'm excited and I want them all to come back. I don't know how I feel about it being a soft reboot. Like, can I just forget? I Depends how they pull that off, right? Like, you know, that's one thing to say, soft reboot, but how are they actually going to make it work? You've also, what does a soft reboot even mean anymore? It means we have to forget everything we saw, but Kingpin's supposed to be showing up on a whole bunch of stuff, so like... Kingpin, ugh. too. Yeah, talk about perfect casting. God, Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. is so good. In that oh, movie. yeah, no, he was amazing. Can Vincent D'Onofrio play like a normal human being that he is did at one terrifying? Point. Even um, when he was on Law & Order, he was terrifying. Men in Black... Yeah. He showed up in, in rings, and he was pretty weird. Was he a blind terrifying. guy? In rings? Yeah, well, I thought he was blind. I don't know. No, he was like some like weird like pastor or something, and then he, he kills himself with the... Wasn't he the dad of Samara? Was he the dad of her? Like, I don't know. That movie was such a friggin' disaster. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Was, it. it was real dumb. Like... A professor's like, yo, didn't, dog, the, didn't the TV have... like fall? He's like, he didn't he like knock over the TV and then she crawls out from under it? it was, like, I mean, at one, TV. literally at one point, um, a, like a professor played by the what was it? The guy from the... Big Bang Theory, yeah. yeah. He's like, what if I have a cult where we just show this video into each other? That's a great idea. Let's do that. Well, but that you know, and that's a that's a weird thing because I, I I thought like I actually thought like when I first saw that that that, that was like a really interesting concept. Like, and they could have done more with that idea. And, like, I, I think I read up about it. And apparently, like, that's actually, like, because, like, The Ring as a franchise has been going on a lot longer oh, yeah. in Japan than it has here. Like, there was literally a movie, I think, or something where, like, they actually, like, they actually did the thing from the end of The Ring where the whole premise was, like, what if, like, the Samara video got on, like, YouTube and people could just, like, see it. I mean, fair. Yeah, and like, but like, they just like that was like an idea that came from like one of the movies that released in Japan only, mm-hmm. and like it just like it just didn't make sense without any like context in it. They could have made the whole movie about that. That would have been cool. But it was just like, no, we got to find Samara's origins yet again. Every time. Fair. What a stupid movie. <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we're way off track right now. Yeah, oh yeah. Speaking Sorry. Of, uh, speaking My fault. Of- uh, far-fetched notions, I guess. Uh, segways. Uh, <laughs> the hackers had uh, had a field day this week. Uh, Facebook was down for a really long time, actually, on Monday, and then uh, mm-hmm. Twitch was hacked on was it Wednesday? Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, some interesting implications in the Twitch leak specifically. Um, I want to start off by saying that uh, you know this horrible thing to do to a company because you're stealing. Uh, users' personal data that uh, are not yeah. involved in it. Uh, that is something that needs to be prosecuted. Well, so, but I thought I thought possible, so but... I thought so far they don't um they like they don't know whether or not they actually took any like oh, no. user data. Oh no like the, the stuff's online. You can just look at it. There's definitely user data there. Cause like wasn't the whole the base didn't they say the whole point of it was that like they're they're kind of like fed up with Twitch as a platform because yeah, of they like think it's all a toxic the... Pla- they think it's a toxic platform. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> There's problems, yeah. There they were, like, problems. kind of fed up with all the, like, like um, um, what's it called? Like, like raiding 
that like people were doing like to like like trans creators and like lgbt yeah. i mean creators but yeah, they like, totally dumped everything like just it's like, full yeah. like There's the like source code for twitch and everything yeah. too yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's it something was else that's interesting that came out of is like the source code that they that they pulled out was like teasing a, a competitor for Steam. Um, yeah, something that they were apparently working on in some capacity, um, and like lists of the top one hundred streaming uh, channels and how much they make allegedly. Because um, I, I I have seen a few streamers be like or you know, tweet saying that you know I I checked my own name on there and <laughs> that's not that's not accurate, but. Yeah, others are kind of owning up to it now. Granted, like we know some of these people, like um, Asmongold, Critical Role, some of the some of the biggest names on Twitch. We know they have a ton of subscribers, but there's something about seeing the names or, or seeing, seeing the numbers, like putting putting a number to their subscriptions. That like, wow, this is such a massive industry. <laughs> yeah, I saw a bunch of their uh, like the numbers and stuff like that, how much they make. But then I also saw people posting the notes, like keep in mind, this isn't how much they make because there's also you know, deals uh, and things like that. Sponsorships and deals yep. and uh, online gambling. Like there, there's so many things. That oh yeah, that, like, that's how much Twitch is paying them. Yeah, and there's probably a lot more under that. So yeah, and um, it, it's it's but. it's a little it's a little silly to me, also because like it's just like seeing seeing people like use that information like it's like a gotcha like. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like like why are you mad that like the creator you enjoy is like making money? <laughs> or I don't think enjoy it's more, it, depending and you can on look the at the different the different ways that they make money. The top yeah. girl is Pokemon, she's number thirty nine. So mm-hmm. like it, it depends on how you want to look at it too. <laughs> she's one of the most talked about streamers on the planet. Mm-hmm. If I know her name, that says something, and she's thirty nine. Like I guarantee you, I haven't even heard of half the men that are on that list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it depends on how you look at it, right? Yeah, no, that, that's true as well. It's just, it's just, it's the one thing that I found silly was I like, always people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe so and so makes this much money." It's just like, it's like, why is that bad? That person's making money and you're consuming their content, like. Yeah, like the, I think uh, it's one, more the one. fact that's what we all want to do too, right? Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I can't only be doing it. I think it's also the fact that a lot of these people are like, oh, I need money for my Patreon. And then they're like, oh, you made $3 million a month. Okay. Yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, but that's just like, that's just good diversification, right? Because like anyone who like makes a living on like YouTube or Twitch will tell you that you shouldn't put like all of your like eggs in one specific basket, right? Because if anything ever happens, like we saw with like, you know, how Twitch sort of like re like rewrote its rules or changes its policies, the same thing with YouTube changing its algorithms. Like you could, you could potentially lose all your money on one single platform. Like as soon as it decides to change I mean, how it does business. They also have earned $3 million a month. I think they'll be fine. Unless they have really big spending habits, they'll probably be oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> sure, well, but some of them but that's probably just... do though. <laughs> like, yeah, that's some true. of them probably don't have any of that money. <laughs> you know, th- again, I'm not going to get mad just because you know they have something I don't. Um, like, and again, we don't even know again how like how how fully accurate it is, but like you know, it's just like and any person who makes makes a living doing like media specific stuff or like you know youtube or twitch specific stuff like should obviously maybe like like have a patreon set up or have like you know a lot of a lot of like twitch users have like only fans and stuff too like you just diversification is never a bad thing okay without question oh man 
but yeah it was funny to see how you know facebook uh went down and literally everyone just went onto twitter to shit yeah. on facebook exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> some of those memes were really good it's it, it, it's that thing. it's that scene on, on on the simpsons when when bart's factory falls down and all the rats run out of <laughs> yeah, the yeah. most tavern <laughs> all right everyone tuck your socks into your pants <laughs> No, I felt bad because, like, my family, we were close. My brother and my sister-in-law, my mom, uh, me, my husband, all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And we have this family group chat. And I knew that my mom didn't understand why no one was talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it in my soul. I was like, I should probably text her and tell her. And then I didn't because I'm a bad daughter. And I saw yeah. her later. And she's like, I just thought my internet wasn't working all <laughs> well you know it's funny enough funny enough my girlfriend said the exact same thing too like she thought that the internet was down where she uh, where she was and i was like no it's probably just because facebook and instagram are down and she uses like facebook and instagram a lot for like her work mm-hmm. yeah it was it was funny I'm like poor mom didn't didn't bother me though i've long since got off facebook cool it bothered me. Uh, that's brendan not... and i that's how that's how we talk most of the time yeah, in even my office the... next to him. He's like, yo, <laughs> here. <laughs> so that, that part kind of bothered me. But I guess I can use your phone number. <laughs> but but why why talk to someone when you have a different mode of communication already established? You can't just hop over. No, right. Or I can't, am like, I the only one with weird communicative social anxieties? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like change. No good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving into our reviews and impressions segments, uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things we're playing this week that are kind of new and uh, preview-ish. Um, yeah, Brendan, you want to talk first about uh, about uh, Dune? Oh, I, I I just talked to people, so I wasn't really playing it, but I got to talk to the makeup artist. Uh, I got to also talk to Rebecca Ferguson, the one of the lead actors, and I got to talk to Dennis Vallejo. No, I'm saying that wrong. Um, See, but I'm not on team names today. I can't say anything. Valnew? Yeah, something like that. Denis yeah. Valnew, the director? Yeah, Denis Valnew. Yeah, that's it. I feel bad now. Uh, yeah, I talked to him. Uh, just about. It was a roundtable-style discussion. We got to just talk about the creative process and making a thing that's basically unfilmable for most people. And it was, it was neat. I think um, it, the movie's coming out soon, potentially this weekend, depending on where you are. And I think it's worth seeing if you want to go to the theater, if you don't, I mean, uh, that's up to you. HBO Max is, 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 is Crave carrying it in Canada? You nope. Know? It's not, it's not on HBO Max. Nah. I don't think, is it? It it was supposed to be originally. I'm not sure if. They but then they're it. like, they change it. They it they it is a movie that really is good in the theater. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Just judging by the way they they pulled the worms off in the trailer, yeah, that's mm-hmm. something that you probably want to see in the theaters. But the, you know, desperation, you know, if you have crave, do what you must. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a well worth seeing thing, and I think they did a really good uh, job uh, creating it. So I think it's it, also my interviews are now up, so it's worth seeing. Is that why <laughs> my interviews are up? So now it's worth seeing. Yeah, now that well, I mean, it's also possible to see now. See you now. So now is the sad. time. <laughs> Since it's possible, I so that's a good them, time. You should probably check out this little movie that we've said something about. It's a little movie, you know, small, small fare. <laughs> For sure. Well, let's go next. <laughs> Chris, you do. Uh, okay, so I'll talk a little bit about uh, Final Fantasy. Oh, sorry, I need to get this bonkers title right. 
Stranger. I mean, of Paradise. I don't think you do. Well, I feel like I should at least once. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, uh, a TGS on Friday morning. They uh, you know, provided an updated uh, trailer for it. Uh, they've incorporated a lot of feedback they got from the, the the demo they put out after E3. Things looking better. I I missed the first demo because uh, I got my PS5 like just after it was off the the yeah, yeah. store. But uh, having played it now, I get it. Like I, it's it was kind of a weird concept until you actually tried it. And uh, Souls works for Final Fantasy, I can say. Like it, it was a pretty good system. You you have jobs that you can change around between, and you know level up mm-hmm. abilities. Some of those abilities carry over to all your classes. Um, you can even like switch to like a mage class and unleash all the elemental spells you want to. Um, just you know, there's there's a slight charging mechanic that's kind of cool. Um, one thing that's still off base though is the story. I feel like they're trying to do this really ambitious thing with the story of the original game, but all okay. anyone sees are the memes. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm here to yeah. kill darkness or whatever his name was. Yeah, the chaos. the The first trailer, chaos. yeah, every every other yeah. word was chaos in the first trailer, and that's all anyone talked about. This time, there's a scene at the end of the demo where uh, one of the new characters that, that was just revealed last week uh, has this big emotional speech, and Jack, the protagonist, no word of a lie, just says bullshit, turns around. Pull, plug turns on his iPod and walks out of the castle. <laughs> Winks at the camera. <laughs> they, they go outside the castle. He turns off his music and the, the conversation goes on. Like, what the? What is that? <laughs> this isn't. I mean, what isn't story. that? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because it's, cause it's yeah. The, there's a whole isekai uh, element where that the Jack is apparently from the real world, hence why he has an iPod in a fantasy setting. I mean, I just was accepting it. I mean, like, Scalebound existed, and he had an iPod, so, you know, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) Different different companies completely, but it doesn't matter. Fantasy iPod, that's all. Yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, no, it's it's looking pretty good. I'm actually kind of intrigued by the by the concept. I just, I I really hope they tighten up the the narrative a little bit. Rain rain the memes in a little bit, please, Square Enix. Dana, you don't really have anything on the docket this I'm week, right? I'm not doing anything. I'm, well, I'm like doing stuff, but they're not happening yet. Not not re- not reviews or anything, right? Not yeah. Boring. I know. Uh, I'm just Jordan. patiently waiting for Guardians. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, Pati- mm. patiently. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've been playing Death's Gambit Afterlife on the Switch. Oh, cool. And uh, I, I I really don't have much to say about it. like I I mean like playing it feels generous because every time I I boot it up to tr- like to play it for the purpose of review like I I check out like so fast I don't know what it is about it it's just not grabbing me at all. Oh, that's um, disappointing. And it's like it's 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 very like you know um like like I don't know were there games before Salt and Sanctuary that like tried to do like two D dark souls i feel like salt and sanctuary was the first one that really did it i think it was the uh, one that first did it yeah that or blasphemous i'm not sure which came first oh no yeah blasphemous came away after uh, salt and sanctuary um but even even blasphemous is like is like genuinely like unique in the way it does stuff like i don't know this it's just it just feels really weird like i'm not i'm not really enjoying it like not to say that it is a bad game it just it just feels very like i don't know it's just uh, like unsatisfying to play it like and mm. and, and just like and it's just like it's like, like jumping right into it the story is kind of like all over the place like it's 
like you start it starts off like telling you the story of like these guys who uh, you know they're they're trying to find this like source of immortality um i mean you, i want to find that too so i wish they'd tell me <laughs> well yeah i mean it's a great thing to find but then like it's like it just like weirdly like it weirdly like cuts like it's like the, like it, it's like it, it does the prologue it introduces the main character in the prologue like before the title screen but then like you start the game up it's got a weird like boot screen like it's like a like a computer is loading a program and then it's like 10,000 years in the future for some reason and you you still play as the same guy but he's been dead but you're like it like death shows up and it's like oh i'm gonna bring you back to the point where you died and you can like relive all this stuff and it's just like well then what was the point of all the bullshit before that like it just there was <laughs> no reason here? for any of it like and yeah it's just i don't know it's just it's like it's got like kind of a it's got like a you know a sort of like a like a job system it's not like a real true um like souls like kind of rpg where like you can just sort of like build like it is in the sense that you can like build a character like you know mm -hmm. you level up and you can assign points to like like attributes and stuff but it's like it doesn't give you the same freedom that uh like like a souls game would where you can just basically like start off with like a waste of skin character and like have all your stats at like zero and build them according like you have to choose a specific class because there's like abilities and like and like skill trees that are attached to every class um i don't know just like yeah like movement feels a little weird it's kind of got this like kind of like you know that it's like it's it's sort of 16 bit but then everything has this kind of like paper doll sort of feel where all the, the like the limbs and stuff kind of move in like this like weird independent way um, that sounds amazing and it's like it's just yeah like it's just i don't know it's just it's just not like it's just not it's just not it just doesn't it does not grab every, every time I, I boot it up i just like i i don't like i immediately want to shut it off <laughs> Yeah, I, I <laughs> like, felt that. Definitely. It's a rough one. I've tried really hard because I got to review this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should, get that one hundred percent. Should be should be an interesting read that one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it'd be five words. It, it couldn't hook me. It, it, uh, it exists. Fair. It's a thing. It happens. It's a uh, yeah, it's it's playable. It's it exists. You can, you can consume it. I turned it on um, and everything. So yeah, that's that's it for the review section. Uh, we'll just close off with a little bit of what we're playing outside of our review and uh, official capacity. Um, I've been playing through Dragon Age Origins. I've been streaming it and uh, just getting towards the end of it again, and I'm starting to see why I loved it so much in the first place. Um, I, I, like I first played it when it came out in 2009 or whatever whenever sometime in the 360 generation and you know I, I yeah way back it made a big impression on me like i love the characters like morgan especially is one of the characters i've really attached to over through a video game um so when i played it when i started playing it again I'm like oh god this does not age well like it's really slow when you go into menus mm -hmm. navigation is not ideal like the, the lag and like when you get into a fight it's 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 kind of, it's, it's showing its age a lot but um, you, you kind of come through this bottleneck where you've had to go and do the four sort of main quests across the world. And then you come back for the conclusion and things start falling into place and you're making big power moves to decide the fate of, you know, the world essentially. And like, oh yeah, this, this is the good part. Like this is where it all started to pay <laughs> off. Like it was good to this point, but here's where it got great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so hopefully they'll, they'll remaster this just like they did with Mass Effect. If I speak it into existence. That's um, how it works. That's how it works. 
Yeah. I had a moment like that too with uh, with Inquisition, where you the, the first part, the first time you go to the uh, the court, and you have to like gain all that like like uh, like that like um, like acclaim and and sort of like get all those like different like little bits of information, and then you and then you like engage in like a political sort of like debate while in the middle of like a dance, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. It was the literal the dance of politics, and I was like, I love this now. <laughs> That's I mean, I loved it up until that point, but yeah, like it was like that was the part that really, like, really got me into it. That's funny. Uh-oh. Uh, what about you, Dana? Me, I am playing. I think I was still playing it last week too. Uh, Alchemic Cutie. It's adorable. It's a little Stardew ripoff. <laughs> I get to pick up jelly poop. Yeah. Oh yes, the jelly right poop. Now. Yeah. We didn't we didn't get a chance to air this one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh it's really cute. I'm addicted. It may or may not be on in the background right now. That's very interesting, Dana, because you told me in in private that you're sick of all this cute shit and you want it's some real good, grit. Though. I do like the, my problem poop, with that's this gritty. game is I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if it's gritty, Brenda, you gotta see a doctor. <laughs> oh, no. I'm leaving. I'm going home. Uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 cute. It's good. I'm hooked. I'm working on a guide for it because it that doesn't exist on the internet. Oh. Um, but it just there's no instruction. I'm just guessing at everything. It's it's interesting. Review nice. to follow. That's the way so. we used to do it. <laughs> and yes, I'm waiting for Guardians, Jordan. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, <laughs> impatiently. Sorry. Talk <laughs> <Talked> to Square. <laughs> Go yell at them for me. No I will. Right now. Jordan, what are you playing? Um, I mean, fun, funny enough, I, I, I've been playing uh, Bloodborne because playing Death's Gambit kind of made me want to play like a good Souls game. One that and doesn't bore you. No, one that like is genuinely like like probably like yeah like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I also what was it like last week? I I I sat down and played uh, through PT again, and I wrote four thousand words about it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna make a video out of that. Cool. More words. I like I just like broke it down like literally kind of like um was it Lane who wrote the book about PT? That's Joel. Or Joel, yeah, Joel. He wrote a book about PT. It's kind of like my version of that, except I oh. didn't. I probably wasn't smart enough to write a whole book about it, but I made a decent enough video out of it. I think I broke down some really like you know like part by part like what makes it work and why it's so like interesting and scary and how all the scares are super effective and I like I'm uh yeah I'm really uh, proud of it. I just gotta actually start working on it now because it's probably gonna be like a half hour video. <laughs> Yeah, easily. <laughs> so. Hey, passion stands for something. I think I, I think I I think I like I recorded the I recorded like the voiceover, but I made a bunch of mistakes. So I think it's at like I think it's like a forty minute like VO track that I have to like edit a bunch of it. So that's fun. Probably cut it down to like thirty something minutes. Yeah. And uh, Brendan, yeah. have you been uh, playing anything? Uh, I played a bit of Graveyard Keeper. Oh, nice! I heard that's a lot of fun. It's weird. <laughs> you were so That's what makes it good. about it. No. I think it's, it's it's neat. It's neat. It's just weird. It it's very much 
Uh, it, it's very much Stardew. If Stardew was head edge to it, I guess is the best way to think about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. You got jealous of my alchemic cutie. Yeah, basically. That's definitely what like, happened. I need a brood. <laughs> so Diablo 2 hasn't, uh, hasn't really... I haven't, I haven't got back into that yet. I, I need to, but I'm also like, well, Activision is still bad, and that's where we're sitting right now. You know, and it's 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 funny that you mentioned that because I was going through that same thing too, and then I saw um, it was uh, Reina kind of like posted this thing about it on Twitter, where like apparently because um, it wasn't it wasn't actually developed by it was Vicarious uh, right? Yeah, Vicarious, and they were kind of saying, but they were too, owned like, by Activision. Yeah, that is, you know, so, but like, that is, I know it's, it's a tough one. Cause they were kind of saying too, that like, that they like, they support people who like, don't, um, like don't want to buy it. Like if that, if that's their like belief yeah. system, but like, it's kind of like, it does kind of butt up on that, on that issue. And I was like struggling with it myself that it's like, you know, yeah, like Activision is bad, you know, and like, and the only way that you're really going to like send a message is by like, you know, with your wallet. Right. But at the same time, like there are develop like the developers are the ones who have to suffer. Yeah. If like, you know, like from a, from a boycott, right. Because they still worked on it and it's still and like there, their there'll paychecks be people, on the line. People will be fired if you don't play the game, if they don't sell well enough, even though. Ex- yeah, exactly. Right. So it's just, it really is this kind of like weird, like like unstable moral ground where it's kind of like you yeah. know do i do i play the game and maybe like you know help support the devs who worked on it because they're the ones who are suffering like you know on every level or like no do i not do i boycott hard and like maybe you know maybe activision might lose some money but like you know at the end of the day these guys aren't never are, are never gonna like you know bobby Kotick's still gonna have billions of dollars to of wealth to sit on like he's never gonna feel yeah. the the sting of my boycott so yeah, your, it's, your it's, fifty dollars isn't going to matter one way or the other. It's a, yeah, it's like it's a, it's a really it's a really tough like line to or like you know dance. It's infuriating. To dance. I get it. <laughs> yeah, the the but, point really is to kind of just you know follow your own conscience on this one. There's not really you know it's not cut and dry on this one. Um, you know, we all want kind of want to stick it to Activision, but yeah, like you say, it's not necessarily the most effective tool. So do what feels right to you when it comes mm-hmm. to them. Uh, on that note, actually, I think that's going to that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag and you'll find it. And if you've enjoyed today's discussion, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or whatever your podcast service of choice may be, or telling your friends. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Brandon, where can people find you? Uh, Bfry26 on Twitter and Instagram. And Jordan Biotti. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NinjaXJordan. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. And uh, you know what? I also I also started my own little side podcast called Ninja Jordan's Not at All Interesting Podcast. I that feel that is yeah. <laughs> that's 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 half the point of it, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I got the low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, Dana. I was like, what what demographic do I play to? Maybe my strength. <laughs> <laughs> Not being interesting. Dana, where can people find you? I don't know anymore. Uh, it's at, at Kalena in some of the places. It's C-A-H-L-A-Y-N-A. What places? Twitter, Instagram. I think I have a Facebook page under that name, but you probably don't need to go there. That's all. <laughs> if you can. 
Yeah, <laughs> if you're allowed this week. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. Or on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, I'm doing an Extra Life charity marathon at the start of November, the 5th to the 6th. So uh, please check that out and consider uh, helping out Children's Hospital through our through our marathon with that. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And uh, yeah, stay safe out there. I don't have a good catchphrase for this yet. You get there. <laughs> we believe in you. I believe. <laughs>